Good morning, America, and I hope everybody had a beautiful Christmas. We had between 12 and 15 inches of snow in the quiet corner of Connecticut earlier this week, and after almost three inches of rain up here in 60-degree weather right through Christmas, it is absolutely all gone right now, and it's uh, an early mud season. It will lock up. We have an extended forecast here to add on to it, too. But I'd like to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and uh, a prosperous 2021, and I hope a very healthy 2021. We lost so many friends and relatives this year. We've got to stop this uh, avalanche and turn it around, and let's start some prosperity again. And good luck and best of wishes and all our prayers for all the new uh, political officials that will be going into office this year. They're all going to need our support. Today we have a high, a tide down in Narragansett Bay at 6.15 tonight. A low tide will be at 11.47 this morning. And the sunset, we've gained a couple of minutes each day now. Uh, sunset will be at 4.23. If you're a follower of the cellular table for hunting and fishing in good territory, a major period today is right around noontime and the minor period will occur at about 6 p.m. tonight. A waxing gibbous moon, uh, about 93% on that, and the wind right now is 12 to 16 knots on the bay after the real blow that we had around Christmas. Bay temperatures are relatively warm, about 51 degrees right now. And uh, also we have an extended forecast. On Monday, we're looking for 44 for a high, 30 for a low. Tuesday, 28 for a high, 22 for a low, and some light snow. A Wednesday, Prince Spaghetti Day, 41 and 23 for a low. And then a real balmy warmed-up day, Thursday, 61 for a high, 43 for a low, and some more light rain. It fills up all the reservoirs from the deficit that we had earlier this year. We have some happy birthdays that came in also by Wayne WNRI at Yahoo.com. And uh, Jesse and Becky's father, David Setzer from Ohio, uh, turns 59 today on December 27th. Ryan Morgan and Eddie Blanchard. And uh, big happy birthdays from all their friends and families. The weather was brought to you by God today. And the first part of our show is going to be brought to you by Cereos Pizza and Restaurant. First announcement I'd like to say is Jimmy, I'd like to thank everybody for uh, the patronage the last 52 years at Cereos, and they're going to get a hard-earned vacation right now, and they'll be back on January 5th after a short vacation. That's a seven-day operation plus all the volunteers, and it's quite a strain on all. So it's uh, a good time to celebrate, just sit back, kick back a little bit here with their families and get recharged for 2021. When they do come back, all the specials will be in place and that great service for over 52 years at Sirio's Pizza Rimmer and Restaurant up there at the Bridgeton Triangle at 405 Church Street. Let them have some time off now. Don't call them until January 5th for that order. Uh, 568-7187 and the area code is popular 401. Well-earned vacation up there. 
and also Green Dragon comics and uh, collectibles, and also artificial flower arrangements have been added. Uh, she may have some after Christmas sales this Sunday. Uh, she's been very, very aggressive on Facebook this year, uh, Green Dragon Comics. So check that out on Facebook and see if they have any extended Black Friday sales or sealed events coming up with board games, Magic the Gathering, Fortnite, all of the big popular games. She's got them all right there. Plus a great collectible service. If you're missing an addition to your comics, she can either has it right on the shelf or she has a located service to get it for you. Brand new phone number for 2021 is 401-742-0180. That's Green Dragon Comics, Gifts, and Artificial Flower Arrangements. Free ice fishing days. And my son Wayne did get down to uh, a local pond in Rhode Island last weekend. And uh, there was four inches uh Black ice, about two inches, and then white ice, the other two inches. But they went out and did some jigging, him and one of his co-workers. And he jigged up a couple of perch, and his partner uh, jigged up a couple too. That ice is all gone now. My grandson, Cody Spink, had uh, much, much better results up in Maine. He had some time off from his job on his day off. And uh, the first day he got out there, I believe, was Wednesday of this week, this past week. And he had 12 fish on the ice and also uh, hand-fed a bald eagle. He had a real short pickerel out there. And the bald eagle was uh, circling around looking for a meal. And they sailed it across the ice. And the uh, bald eagle swept in right there and uh, had himself a meal too. The following day, he got rewarded with good karma. What goes around comes around and come home and had two nice salmon for the table. So, I'm not sure, but that ice may be going up there right now. But we have some uh, free ice fishing days that I've got so far. In New Hampshire, free ice fishing day on January 16th. That would have been my brother Paul's birthday. Uh, Vermont, Saturday, June 23rd. In New York, Saturday and Sunday, February 13th and the 14th. In Maine, February 14th and the 15th, President's Day weekend is a free fishing, no license required weekend. I'll have some more results on Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Mass on next week's show. Also, some uh, ice fishing uh, derbies that have been added on, tentative so far. The Maine 16th Annual Long Lake Ice Fishing Derby, January 30th and the 31st. Uh, that's sponsored by St. Agatha's. And then that 59th Annual Scudic Lake Ice Fishing Derby by the Milo Fire Department is February 13th and 14th with over $50,000 in prizes and a lot of that goes to Make-A-Wish. Each ticket sold will help make that wish. We had a special song for you this morning. Years and years ago when I was on the uh, reporting for the Boroughville News that covered a lot of country music shows, it was another phase I was going through, entertainment uh, director for the local paper. So I had a press, replass, uh, press release uh, pass to cover all the shows, and I would grab anything I could up at the Wista Centrum. So I spotted this country entertainer coming into town, and her name was K.T. Oslin. So we went up there, me and my wife Susan, and we were rewarded with one of the greatest performances we've ever seen. 
What a songwriter and stylist. And she happened to pass away this last week, very, very young. And I think it'd be very appropriate if I could uh, just play one of her all-time biggest hits. And she has a lot of them in a short period for a female lead singer in country music that started so late in life. Please enjoy, and we'll be right back. tell you about my dad. And she sits down, and she listens, and he begins to speak. When I left his
And I hope you enjoyed that. And what a performance that was that night at the Worcester Centrum. It will be etched in our mind. Okay, we have some totals here on the Maine 2020 Fall Deer Harvest uh, by author Nathan Bieber. And that was from uh, Maine uh, Fish and Wildlife. Looks like about 33,157, our highest total in about 18 years. And that was by bows, crossbows, regular firearms, and muzzleloaders. A record number for any deer permit was issued at 109,890 deer permits were issued. Uh, See, the previous high on that was 2002, uh, 38,153. Now, with the pandemic and a lot of people out of work, uh, most New England states, including New York and Pennsylvania, have seen, seen a big spike in sales of uh, licenses and permits and people getting back into the outdoors. And it looks like we're getting the early results right now out of the computers out of the state of Maine, and hunting license sales were up 7% this year. Much needed revenue. Archery was over 3,200. Uh, average for, for the 10 years, if we took an average on it, for the deer harvest would be between 2,000 and 2,200. So a lot more people went into archery this year and crossbows, especially older gentlemen with their rotary cuff uh, problems. And also the cost of archery and crossbows coming down when they first came out, they were very expensive, and now they've leveled off and come down, and the used ones out there, and uh, just more with popularity on it. Uh, this year, crossbows were allowed also, so maybe that's the difference on that. We'll get some more information out of the computer on that, too. Transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks today. And uh, matter of fact, we're doing a remote location today for the broadcast out of my studios in Thompson, Connecticut. Uh, try to stay away from uh, bigger populated areas with this virus. It's really spiking in a lot of hot spots right now around New England. Uh, Belu's Flowers would like to thank everybody for making the contributions to the big fundraiser for the soup kitchen and also for... Uh, uh, really supporting them for over 60 years at 665 Diamond Hill Road in uh, Winsocket, Rhode Island. 401-766-3165. They're still got an ample supply of Canadian wood pellets. The really good ones there from the third largest producer in the world. And a very, very low creosote buildup on that. And also, fresh flowers available every day. Fresh produce available every day and gift certificates. And just because they'll match up the perfect gift for you at Belu's Flowers and uh, Gift Shop at 665 Diamond Hill Road, Woonsocket, Rhode Island, 401 766 3165. And Little General Stores, they've extended that sale on. Gary McLaughlin was telling me they're selling so much of it, they're going to keep it going for a while. Uh, Little General Stores, all seven of them. There's one in your neighborhood, ground pork at two forty nine a pound. Uh, Buddha ball hams, uh, nine to eighteen pound average at three fifty nine a pound. 
Gift cards are available year-round. They did a bang-up job with them for Christmas. And also, uh, right through the holidays here, uh, locally produced right over here in Bellingham, Mass., Franklin, Mass., uh, Gorelick Farms Eggnog, available at all stores. Little General Stores, there's one in your neighborhood. Got another report coming in, too, from uh, Cape Cod. And uh, this is getting to be an annual thing every year, too. Uh, turtles, saltwater turtles rescued on Cape Cod getting treatment over in Connecticut. What they do is they have a rescue team that checks the beaches and that and all the reports with the cell phones. And then a team of volunteers rescues the turtles. They get shocked with extremely fast cold water when cold fronts come in. You know, the water's balmy, there's plenty of bait and everything else, and then it changes quickly, and their metabolism doesn't uh, react fast enough, and uh, they have to be rescued, and then they're sent over to the Mystic Aquarium in Connecticut. It's hypothermia for turtles that occur in cold-blooded reptiles after a sudden, a sudden drop when the temperature leaves them unable to reach the warmer waters. Uh, this past week, seven large turtles were found by the Mass Audubon volunteers who were among those cold-stunned by the recent temperature changes. They were stabilized at the National Marine Life Center in Bourne, Massachusetts, on this side of the canal, in preparation for the care that they will receive at the Mystic Aquarium in Connecticut. Uh, they have a doctor, Dr. Allison Tuttle, as Vice President of the Zoological Operations at Mystic Aquarium, stressed the importance of getting these turtles, turtles healthy and back into the ocean. The critically endangered species uh, makes the rescue and rehabilitation for each of these individual vital to the species' survival. And then what they do is they fly these uh, turtles down to uh, Florida and warmer waters and uh, so they can continue their life cycle. It's quite a story. And, it, you know, it's not an odd type of story anymore. This seems to be every single winter this is happening. Let's see. Ice fishing is just around the corner. Well, as reported, I was telling you about Cody and the gang up there. They had five inches of, uh, five and a half inches of solid ice. And uh, we got some ice fishing tips, too, that we're going to pass on. And ten ways to enjoy winter in the outdoors in New England. And that's brought to you by Harvest Moon Health Foods, right here on Route 21 in Putnam, uh, Putnam Connecticut. Uh, let's see, they're open Sunday today, 11 to 3. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle. Gluten-free products, over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds. Healthy snacks, I call it junk food, but they got the healthy ones there too. Raw milk is still available right there. Uh, foods for life and so much more. Nature's Plus too is a big, big brand that they have. Natural honey and organic co uh, coconut sugar if you're just starting with diabetes. Uh, raw milk again, elderberry and flu, uh, remedy items, and consumer-friendly hours. Right there on Route 21 in Putnam. It's 860-928-2352. If you saw something on cable or on TV, some new items to keep you healthy, 
let them know they probably have it on the shelf or they'll gladly order it right up for you at Harvest Moon Health Foods. What a fine New England company that is. Let's see, we're going to have another one here too. And... So, I'm going to take some super beets. I've heard about this stuff before. Let me see what we got here. I can knock that off. I got another one here by Katie Oslin. Called Hey Bobby. This went to number one and got her a Grammy. Station where the hits don't ever stop. Watch the sun go 
Okay, and I hope you enjoyed. That was KT Oslin and Bobby. And if we have time at the end of the show, I'd like to play another one come next Monday. But uh, we'll see how the uh, uh, script goes here on the show. Like I say, ice fishing did start and very, very early this year for Rhode Island and Maine that reports we had. And there was all kinds of action on Facebook and on emails. And um, with this warm front that came in, I think it actually uh, wiped it all out. Anglers across the state are eager to hear that word flag, flag up, for the first time in months. Now more than ever, people are looking for ways to spend time outside with over 6,000 lakes and ponds in the state of Maine alone. There's a great opportunity for everyone, and we encourage experienced anglers to bring someone ice fishing for the very first time this year. And uh, fish and wildlife biologists put together a list of waters that they recommend to try for early season and tips and reminders on ice fishing. If you're targeting salmon and brook trout, don't miss the early season for these species at the best fishing generally located to cures within the first two weeks of ice in instead of ice out. Uh, tip two is the same as last year. Learn to jig. Add that here instead of just a tip-ups and uh, waiting and out, waiting and out. Dig a separate hole there and do some jigging. There's all kinds of spoons and different mealworms that you can use. Uh, stay shallow. Number one tip when it comes to ice fishing for brook trout with the orange fins on them is stay shallow. Your best brook trout water is going to be in less than five feet of water. Brook trout like shallow near shore habitat in the winter because the water is so cold. Another tip when it comes to brook trout through the ice is keep your bait small. If you can find some minnows, some small, small uh, trout minnows. That's what you're looking for on that. Small minnows or pieces of a nightcrawler work just fine. You can certainly bait up with a big china, but just know that many brookies will keep picking at that bait without getting hooked. A small bait works best for brook trout. When targeting rainbow trout, they highly recommend fishing with worms. When fishing for salmon, use live shiners or smelt and set your trap just under the ice, about two feet under the ice. Pack more than one depth sounder just in case you misplace one. Before you head to the ice, go over your tip-ups and re-spool old, weak fishing line so you don't lose the fish of a lifetime. Before fishing a new water, look online for depth maps. Most of the states have them on their websites right now. Just punch it in and they'll do all the information for you right there. That way you can plan out. The more preparation you can do on ice fishing, the better result you're going to have. Just like that whitetail hunt. If you're fishing for brook trout, target shallower water and set your traps or jig near the shoreline or structures. You don't have to fish deep for brook trout. Stick to that shoreline where it's safest. Worms are low maintenance and always a good bet. Hopefully, Old Man Winter will make an appearance soon and can look forward to uh, some terrific salmon, trout, and togue, which is also the lake trout fishing in the North Country. Try catching your own bait. 
The past couple of years have seen minor shortages in available of live bait at your bait and tackle shops, particularly smelt. If you are fortunate to live near water with a smelt and is open to ice fishing, consider spending some extra time to catch your own bait. A beginner's guide to ice fishing in Maine is available online. Click right on their website. And uh, always tell someone ahead of time when you're going out and when you're going to return. Use a chisel or an auger to test ice thickness in several places. Remember that ice seldom freezes uniformly and conditions are always changing and can vary from one lo location to the next. Ice that forms over flowing water or rivers and currents, especially near streams, bridges, or culverts, can be particularly dangerous. Again, check the laws in the abstracts before you get out there on all your New England states and Pennsylvania and New York. There's changes all the time, and the changes are coming fast now, virtually because the meetings on these committees is held over the computer, and then as soon as you know it, bang, they got a law to change, or a size limit, or a creel limit. So double check on Wayne Barber's Outdoor Scene website, go to the left-hand side, and you can click on to every fish and game on wildlife in New England. Do a one-stop shopping. Get your license, your permits, and check your abstracts, or even print out a set of rules right there. They're all available for you. There's helpful links right there. One-stop shopping on my website. Now we've got 10 outstanding ways to enjoy winter in New England. Remember when you're growing up, just before your teen years and stuff, oh, mom and dad, there's nothing to do in New England in the winter. Oh, my God. I had more fun in the winter on the farm or ice skating, or ice fishing, or uh, sliding and sledding. And uh, one time we had an old car, that a junker that was on the farm, and we actually unbolted the hood off the car. It was a 55 Ford, flipped it upside down, and uh, four of us just got on it and went down Cooper Hill, right down Cooper Hill on a car hood. We ended up at Carrier's Variety Store at the bottom of the hill and uh, knocked off a couple of the posts. And I have a ringer coming in on an incoming phone. And I don't want to knock it off. Because if I do, I think it's going to jerk up my whole, my whole uh, transmission right here. Okay, that's... It's getting persistent. Okay, so I got her knocked off. I'm awful sorry. But uh, I'm doing the recording on my phone on Anchor FM. And I apologize for that phone call coming in. Uh, it's going to be brought to you by our next sponsor of the day, who just got a, a big uh, truckload of, uh, let me see here, 17,000 square feet, a full truckload of brand new flooring. Luxello Pronto made by Matt Works. If you're thinking of putting in, maybe you got a nice Christmas bonus or stuff like that, uh, a new floor in your house or business, now's the time to do it at tremendous savings. And that's available along with a whole warehouse inventory from Sherwood Brothers, uh, Brothers Liquidators. 
And they're located right over here in the Tupperware Condo Building, the Tupperware Mill Building, in Blackstone, Massachusetts, Building 9 on Tupperware Drive. Uh, for instance, if you're coming down St. Paul Street from North Smithfield heading towards Blackstone, look over the Blackstone River and you see the big, big, iconic mill that's been there for years and years, the Tupperware Mills. Uh, the left-hand side of it is all condos, and the right-hand side is still commercial property. And they're located in that huge building number nine. All the signs were made by American Beauty Sign Works. And what a great job Desiree did uh, designing those signs. You, you won't have any problem at all spotting them. The phone number, if you want to call ahead, 219-802-3769. That's Sherwood Brothers Liquidators. Offering nationwide brokerage of inventory closeouts, seasonal clearance, overstocks, stock liquidations, abandoned freight, odd lots, discontinued products, and commercial coolers and freezers. We're talking about two-door, three-door, coolers, freezers, all sizes of counters, retail shelving, every color and size, and like new showroom condition, um, they'll take over, uh, say a Walgreens or a CVS loses their lease, they'll contract and buy the whole contents of all the retail shelving, including safes, computers, adding machines, you name it. They've got it all, and they pass on those savings to you, and most important of all, new arrivals every day. I've been stocking up down there on totes. And same, you can get a tote anywhere. I like the totes now we're converting over that have the flip tops on it. They're attached with hinges. That way I put my Easter decorations in one. I put my Halloween decorations in one. I put some collectibles in one, books. And close up the top. You won't lose the cover. Dust free. Label on the outside. And you're all set. And they've got that and so much more. And like I say, new arrivals every day at Sherwood Brothers Liquidators, 219-802-3769. You'll be glad you did. That's something i got to work on on the phone with the uh, remote broadcast working on the... Uh, phones broadcasting. Okay, these are some of the items in uh, the winter in New England. These are very exp inexpensive now. They're coming down uh, with the different aluminum materials, vinyl materials. Do you ever think about trying snowshoeing through the forest? Grab a pair of snowshoes and head to the woods for an adventure. Pack a lunch and a hot chocolate and turn it into a winter picnic. You can find a trail in the U. Just go around on my website, all your different states with the state parks. And there, there are so many access and trails. And uh, it doesn't take a lot of snow to do this, to have a lot of fun. And they're available new. Uh, I know Ocean State Job Lot had a very inexpensive brand. Uh, Craigslist, eBay. They're very, very plentiful now. And... Some people buy the old wooden ones and stuff like that, the ones that are cane for decorations on bonds and stuff. But uh, the newer styles out are getting very, very affordable. 
And it's a lot easier doing that than to learn how to do the cross-country skiing, which is that rhythm with your uh, legs and stuff. And another thing is catch a fish through the ice. Or go with your friends that go ice fishing. Learn how the sport is all organized. Ice fishing is an excellent hobby that can be enjoyed close to home with just a few pieces of equipment. As, as explained on this show, you can take it to any level. You can start with a spud, otherwise known as a chisel, and then you move up to a hand-operated drill, uh, you know, a uh, 4-inch, 6-inch, 8-inch. You can get up to your power drills, gas-powered, the older styles. And now the newer styles have all the different types of batteries. And the evolution on this is getting so fast with the clam adapters from your power drills, DeWalt, and stuff like that. Uh, very quiet-free, no carburetors gumming up, you no know, fooling around with gas. And uh, they're very efficient, too. 40 to 60 holes on the bigger ones now with the 40-volt batteries that are available. Wondering where to go? Again, go right to the abstracts. There's a full list of stocked waters on all the abstracts on all the New England states. Participate in a citizen science project. You don't have to be a biologist to help out with important wildlife projects. Share your bird sightings with the Maine Bird Atlas or Audubon Societies in your state. Every Bird Counts is an annual event, even the ones in your backyard. A Rabbit Citizen Science Project is about to start in southern Maine right now. Under New England Rabbit and uh, different types of the hare and stuff like that, they want to know what the sightings are. Try hunting for a different species. There's many hunting opportunities across the states, including the snowshoe hare and predator hunting. One of the best ways to target a new species is to hire a registered guide in your state who can provide the gear in the years of experience and pass it on to you. Be a, uh, a wildlife watcher. Winter can be an exciting time to spot wildlife. Fresh snow also gives you that opportunity to look for tracks to see what wildlife nears right, lives right by you. And then you can download also a pocket guide to the animal tracks. All the states have that now, too, on their websites. Print out a copy on it. You can match it up. Go out with your grandkids. Or if you're a guardian, you know, take somebody out there and have some fun. Explore Maine on a snowmobile or the other New England states. Snowmobiling is an exciting way to enjoy scenic winter views. If you don't own one, consider renting one or going on a guided tour. Yep, they are available. Most snowmobile trails are not open at this time because of the lack of snow. So you have to check again. And in Maine, you can go mesnow.com, and that will give you a report on all the different regions. And I have one of them, too. New Hampshire sent me one yesterday. I'm on the list for all the uh, state's uh, press releases for DEMs. Visit a wildlife management area and see what's cooking, see what's going on. Located in your state for the opportunities for recreation and protected wildlife habitat. 
Hang out in your backyard or a nearby state park. You don't need to travel far to reap the benefits of fresh air. Build a snowman, go for a walk, or build a fort. Winter is a great time to head to the shooting ranges to target practice or learn how to shoot a gun or bow for the very first time. Find a shooting range near you. Ain't that something? You know, the computer just kicked in. Uh, another thing, too, if you're just getting new to the sports, uh, look on all the abstracts in your state DEMs and your fish and wildlife clubs and see if there's any hunter safety courses uh, being held right now to get ready for next year. And be prepared. Dress for success. Be aware for the current conditions and wear the appropriate gear to match those conditions, including... Uh, snowshoes, ice grips, and plenty of layers to stay warm. But get out there and enjoy the weather. Instead of fighting it, just have some fun. Uh, most conservation land areas remain open during the winter with access roads and parking areas. Uh, check ahead on that this too to see if they've been plowed. At the same time, conditions may not be safe or appropriate for desired activities such as ice fishing. Yeah, all your states have a hotline now on ice thickness. They go with a rule of thumb of about six inches. And uh, when you really get experience on that, you can lower that to three or four, depending on if it's a good quality ice. And also, uh, keep in mind the COVID-19 health warnings are still in effect, even if you're outside on that. Wear the mask. Uh, plan B, if you're sick, stay home. Uh, practice physical distancing and all the rules above to the COVID, even if you're outside on that, because the groups can swell up fast. We got some other information on delaying enforcement of new laws up in Maine that we want to talk about. Uh, they were supposed to be instituted the first of the year, January 1st, and I think they're going to be delayed for a while. That's going to be brought to you by Boroughville Motor Sales and Larry's 24-Hour Towing. Uh, they're located in South Main Street in Pasco, and I'd like to have you download this phone number right into Android on your contacts or on your phone. 401-568-6286 for Larry's 24-Hour Towing and Boroughville Motors. Uh, that's our lockout service. If you get uh, frozen locks, or if you get your keys and key fob in the car, or if you need a jump start, a dome light was on, killed the battery a little bit, all you need is a jump start to get you going. Uh, who are you going to call? An ex-wife and be reminded you're three months behind on your alimony? No, call Larry's 24-hour towing. Also, the big stimulus checks. Did you save it? Now you're going to get an ATV or a snowmobile? And you want to get it home while it's unregistered without getting a ticket? Call 401-568-6286. Use that same number to schedule an appointment for a Rhode Island Vehicle State Inspection too, right on the premises. Now, if Nellie Bell is too tired, they also have an ample supply of used auto and truck sales with new deliveries every day. As Peter, Jerry, John, Brian, and all the ASC certified staff at Boroughville Motor Sales and Larry's 24-Hour Towing. Expert bodywork and insurance estimates right on the premises, and they'll work with all companies. 401-568-6286.
You'll be glad you did. Okay, Maine is going to delay. Uh, Connecticut's enforced right now. But uh, Maine DEP delays enforcement of polyesterine foam, you know, for your uh, takeout orders and stuff for your food, and plastic bag bans. The department will exercise its uh, enforcement discretion uh, right around July 1st of 2021. So you get a reprieve on that now. Because of the pandemic, there's so much takeout. Uh, a statewide ban on single-use plastic carryout bags has been scheduled to go into effect in January. And the foam on disposable food service containers was scheduled to go in effect January 1st. However, because of the pandemic, all of these have been delayed until July 1st of 2021. Uh, demand for groceries, curbside pickup, and takeout food has increased so much because of the pandemic. Then uh, the demand for paper bags for takeout and stuff. Um, they're just going to um, pass it down until uh, July <clears throat> and then see what happens on that. Connecticut is back in force right now. And matter of fact, in Wally World the other day, if you don't bring your own bags, you pay for the bags now, you know, as a, a deterrent to make sure you bring your own bags every time. Uh, schools, homeless shelters, and other groups are providing more food in disposable packaging because of the pandemic. And that's all going to go hand in hand. They're going to reevaluate everything. And they rescheduled it again. The date now is July 1st of 2021 and um, you'll have some more information on that on all your different new england states here it is right here right right to the number seven in the pile snowmobile conditions by the organizations that came out through the new hampshire state park system and that's going to be brought to you by northeast race cars and speed and Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair, both located with the new additions at Six Hill Road in Harrisville by calling 401-710-9992 or convenient 1-800 number 766-4748. They're open from 8 to 5. Our race car parts supplier and custom fabrication, chassis setup, they'll actually build you a race car, uh, Simpson, MSD Ignition, Willwood, Moroso, all your chrome goodies, you name it. Anything in racing or hot rods and classic vehicles, they've got it or they can get it for you. Race car parts and service from a career-long racer, Mr. Shane Hopkins, and his fantastic staff. Uh, They integrated and uh, kept a lot of the same people from Northeast Race Cars when he bought it from Brad LaFontaine last year. And congratulations to Shane and Raylene for putting on these additions to their buildings and supplying more workers and taxpayers for the town of Boroughville. A great job and a hats off on that. They've got a sale on Sunoco 5-gallon jerry cans right now, Bassett racing wheels, chemicals, and uh, all your chrome goodies. If you're doing some work on your hot rod right now and your man cave and stuff, uh, give them a call or stop in. Or right out of your catalog and call them up. And they'll get it right sent in right there for you. At Northeast Race Cars and Speed and Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair. 
1-800-766-4748 or 1-800-766-4748. Tell you, I had a harrowing experience this week. I made a new resolution this year and I'm going to start donating blood. So I tried donating blood this past Tuesday and I'm never going to do it again. Nope, it's just way too many stupid questions. Whose blood is it? Where did it come from? And why is it in this bucket? So I had had enough, so I took the bucket with me and I came home. And then I went down to uh, our local library. I called and made an appointment and I wanted to get a book. So I asked the librarian if she could have it ready for a curbside pickup if they had any books on different noise levels. And then the librarian said, sure, what volume would you like? So I don't know. I think I'm going to have a problem this year with communications with a lot of places. And like I say, you know, we started out with a bang this winter. We have, we've had three storms here already in a quiet corner. The last one was 12 to 15 inches of snow which if you take a postcard right now, you know, there'll be a lot of BS involved in it because there isn't a drop of snow on the ground right now after all the rain. But, you know, I got out one of my how-to books and I made a brand new igloo this year. And then my friends threw me a housewarming party and now I'm homeless. So I don't know what's going on with all this, but maybe I should start a comedy book on this. Snowmobile Conditions. Boy, that started out fast and furious. And I'm getting these reports now from the Great Northwoods region. Let me see what this thing is dated, because it's just before the storm, I think. Yeah, it was December 24th. So that was the day when the bad weather came in. I don't know if uh, shaded areas or if it's packed down and still good, but I would check the computer on that in a particular state or the different groups. Now, if in the Great Northwoods region, uh, Pittsburgh Ridge Runners, that was definitely closed. Uh, let me see. Most of them up in that uh, Great Northwoods region are closed at this time. I'm getting down into another section, and the computer just fired up again on me. A White Mountains region, and the Twin Mountain Snowmobile Club has already started packing trails and marginal to moderate conditions around Cherry Mountain, Mount Mitten, the Jefferson Notch Road. So check your weather forecast up there and see if they get all rain or more snow with this storm. Franconia Notch was closed. Uh, the Lakes region, I've got a big report here. Uh, frozen base, 24 to 30 inches of new snow is on top as of the 24th, in the Seven Lakes Snowmobile Club up in the Lakes region of Wakefield. Early season uh, conditions prevail around Prey Hill, and uh, some water bars and flowing rivers still are open. Club expects to groom again before the heavy rain. The Wolfboro Snowmobile Club was 60% open on their... Uh, trails that they uh, have responsibility for. And they've got a party out there right now, too, and they're looking for volunteers for brush and leaning trees on the east end of Polly Crossing. 
they got a big uh, caution up on, on that area. It must have had a lot of wind damage. Monadnack region. Uh, Hop Ev riding area over in Hopkinton, New Hampshire in Monadnack. That was open with a solid 6-inch solid ice base with uh, moderate conditions on top of that. Greenfield State Park was no reports. And uh, Pigsga State Park in Winchester was open, groomed with marginal conditions. Like I say, this might have all evaporated overnight. I don't know how far up north all this rain went or how far into the big woods. And trails and trails and trails. The clubs are just unbelievable. You, uh, people don't realize how big snowmobiling is as a recreational sport in New England. And uh, what it is is a lot of southern New England people have the sleds, have the trailers, and they go up on weekends or their extended vacations or their vacation timeshares and stuff that they use during the summer. They use again in the winter for this uh, dual purposing. I know our family members do it right here. We also got a phonology calendar report here, too. And, uh, anyone else I realized the other day, they, you know, they kept telling me that talk was very cheap. Then I got my phone bill open, and I opened it up. Put it through that, uh, shot the heck on that. It's brought to you by American Beauty Sign Works. And an essential coronavirus small business right here on 345 Providence Pike. The commonality on this is uh, you notice in the tri-state region, any new business that did start up, if you look at the bottom of the signage or the way that they're advertising their business, it's by American Beauty Sign Works because they're so in tuned of what works and what doesn't work. Now, you're just getting through the Christmas holiday season you want to make up for that first quarter losses? Or why didn't your Christmas program work this year? Sit down with the fine folks at American Beauty Sign Works and uh, get some ideas. Pick their brains a little bit. See what your budget allows for your business plan for this year. And um, distance, six feet apart, William Mass, stop at Providence Street. And my advice to you would be uh, look at their 60-inch screens and look at the portfolio and just look on the floor of the new signs that are going out. Every time I go in there, they've got them lined up, you know, to keep the crews all busy and stuff like that on new signage. American Beauty Sign Works, they'll design your budget in the best advertising marketing plan for you with their trained professionals. Buy a Vietnam veteran, Oscar Hancock, and uh, his son, Kurt. Uh, does a, a very valuable experience part of the company and Desiree with three E's is a great graphic designer down there too. They do a bang up job. Now we got some exciting things that uh, are going on in the phonology calendar. Again, like I say, if you get out there and you've got a little white stuff, do some animal tracking and you, you'll be amazed what's in your area. And another thing, too, a lot of people in our family got for Christmas gifts is the trail cams. They've come down in price so much now, and they're so accurate, and they last a long time with the batteries. Put a few of them up on your favorite walking areas or in your backyards, and you'll be amazed 
of what travels through your property in a 24-hour or 7-day period. You'll be amazed at it. Uh, another thing is uh, we did a, an article this week for the Audubon Society, and uh, I, I really got a good education on the uh, red cardinals. I love them, and uh, the male is more predominant with the bright red, and the female is more of a duller brown, and they're very quiet in the winter as as far as their songs compared to the spring, uh, seasons, uh, spring and summer and stuff like that, or when they have eggs. And it's explained in uh, what I learned this week from the uh, Audubon Society. A bright red male northern cardinal seemed the perfect bird to feature this holiday week with the Audubon Society, although the one we find insisted on lurking under the feeder instead of on the more picturesque evergreen perch for a photo op. Now, uh, also, northern cardinals first arrived in the northeast only about 1900. In the first years of the 20th century, the birds were only found in two counties in New York, and then they didn't get to Massachusetts or Connecticut until about 1950. Isn't that amazing? Now the cardinals live year-round throughout the region, except in portions of New York and Maine. Their success may be due to the combination of warmer winters and climate change, easier accessible winter food at bird feeders, and human habit of creating shrubbery, dense foliage habitat that the birds favor for nesting. Although you are unlikely to hear them, this time of the year, which I've noticed, cardinals are also notable because of the females as well as the males sing. And then you can go to the website and hit the clip for the cardinal songs. And uh, another fantastic study we had on the outdoor scene. If you're um, having a good time with your suet out there and your bird feeders and want to talk about it a little bit, Send me an email at waynewnri at yahoo.com and we'll correspond that way with photos or comments. I'm looking right now and I have one, two, three, six feeders, two bird bass, and uh, my brother-in-law Paul Parquet gave me a brand new feeder last night. Good morning, America. Beautiful bluebird skies today. I hope everybody had a good Christmas and a happy new year. I got to see the ball drop this year and I dropped some cheese puffs at the house there to simulate that at the same time. And uh, we've got a future song coming up here very shortly too that I just programmed into the computer. Okay, uh, we have a high tide today. Uh, 10.38 this morning, a low tide at 3.28 this afternoon. Sunset, and the pendulum is going the other way now, 429. And if you're a follower of the cellular table, hunting and fishing in good territory, today is one out of four. It's considered fair. The major period will be about 410 this afternoon, and the minor will occur at about 1040 this morning. Moon right now is about 81% waning gibbous. And the winds are 6 to 10 knots in Narragansett Bay. Bay temperature has dropped now to 51 degrees. And that weather is brought to you by God. And the following forecast was also brought to you by 
Northeast Race Cars and Speed, and also Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair at Six Hill Road in Harrisville. I'll pick up a ship daily by 11 o'clock, 401 710 We're open 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, and then all your racing events, you'll see their 53-foot trailers located in the pit areas at your local racetrack. Race car parts supplier and custom fabrication. They'll actually build you a race car. Chassis setup, Simpson, MSD Ignition, Willwood, Moroso, so much more. A lot of chrome goodies there too for your classic cars and your muscle cars. Race car parts and service from a career-long racer, Shane Hopkins. And also the lower divisions. He put his time in down a Seacock on Fast Fridays. So he's very familiar with that style of car down there too. Uh, deals with all the major manufacturers, including Bassett Wheels, uh, Sunoco Jerry Cans, Gas Cans, and uh, Spartan Chemicals, and also sweet manufacturing on a lot of catalog items, special order. That's Northeast Race Cars and Parts, and Speed, and Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair with the best brake job in Northern Rhode Island at 401-710-9992 or one 800 766 4748. And also, our good friends over at Sherwood Brothers uh, Liquidators, right over at that big warehousing complex in Blackstone, Massachusetts. Uh, half of the building on the left is all condos, and on the right is all commercial property at the old Tupperware Mill in Blackstone, Massachusetts. That's building number nine, to be exact, on Tupperware Drive. Two-door, three-door coolers, freezers, checkout counters, any style retail shelving, inventory closeouts, overstock liquidations, abandoned freight, odd lots, seasonal clearances. As Sherwood Brothers Liquidators, 219-802-3769. Give John a call because there's new arrivals every day there. And his brothers now joined the business there, too, to give him a hand. And like I said, they're buying and selling every day of the week. You can come down, pick out what you're going to get for your uh, shelving and stuff. Back right up to the loading platform. They'll give you a hand. Or they can coordinate a pickup and delivery for you. No problem at all. Customer service at its finest at Sherwood Brothers Liquidators. Right here in Blackstone, Massachusetts. 219 802 3769. And we got a little jingle for you this morning, too. One of our favorites. Get your dancing shoes on. And we seem to have a little bit of problem here getting this thing going. And let me see if I can do something else on this. I can move this screen over to this carriage and get it right here. And we'll see what we got. Just bear with me on this. Okay, move that over. Hit this. Okay. 
Don't we seem to be having a problem with that this morning? Okay, no problem at all. We can switch gears and go on to something else in the show. Okay, happy birthdays that came in at Wayne, W-N-R-I, at Yahoo.com. Uh, 44 today, Michael Tukoski. Uh, Tara Galco celebrates a birthday today. Squeaky Patterson, 68 years old. Right there from Pasco, Rhode Island. And twins, Jeff Rocco and Keith Rocco, 35 today. On 1421, Jason Deschamps from uh, Champs Liquors in Pasco turns the big 41. Transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks today. And also Lou's Flowers. And uh, we'd like to thank everybody for the great donations uh, to the soup kitchen. And uh, also a selling out of the Christmas trees. But also, uh, don't forget, Lou's Flowers is a full florist. Fresh flowers every day. And also rock gardens and a gift shop to match up the perfect gift for any occasion by calling 401-766-3165 or stopping by and seeing the three generations of people at Belu's Flowers, 665 Diamond Hill Road, Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Uh, pallets, Canadian wood pallets, they got two trailers there. Now's the time to stock up with that stimulus money and get a pallet of good Canadian wood pallets. And uh, very, very low creosote buildup on that particular manufacturer that they have. Okay, we got our first report of the day. And that is on Vermont Fish and Wildlife. Uh, they sent me a uh, release here, December 29th, from uh, Nick Fortin and Mark Scott. A very successful year for Vermont deer hunters in 2020. Final deer harvest numbers will not be totally available for a few more weeks, but the preliminaries are already in. The rest of the main is going to be very close to 18,000 white-tailed deer, the second highest total since the year 2000. Those deer will provide approximately 3.6 million servings of local, nutritious venison. The archery season harvest which will be close to 5,800 deer, will be a new all-time record for that season. Several changes to the archery hunting regulations took effect in 2020, including a longer season, allowing the use of crossbows by all archery hunters, just like Maine did, and an increased bag limit. These changes were intended to increase archery participation and the overall harvest. However, some of the increases was likely due to the spike in participation related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Hunters weren't quite as successful during the regular firearm and muzzleloader seasons, but final harvest numbers for those seasons will be close or to above average for the past 10 years. Fewer bucks were harvested than in previous four years, but the final number will be near or above the 10-year average of 8,857, says Mr. Nick Fortin, the department's deer project leader. Hunting conditions were very challenging this year. Weather conditions, food availability, and possibly other factors limited deer movement in November and December. It made it difficult for hunters to locate deer. The new one-buck annual limit likely 
also contributed to the lower buck harvest. The primary goal of Vermont's deer management strategy is to keep the deer herd stable, healthy, and in balance with the available habitat. Maintaining an appropriate number of deer on a landscape ensures deer and habitats that support them remain in good condition and productive, said Mr. Fortin. Whitedale Harvest Report, the very final numbers will be available the first week of March. Beginning in late March, then the department biologists will be holding a lot of informal hearings to share biological information and to listen to any information people uh, in the public have wish to share in forums. Probably done virtual again this year until the pandemic goes through. This is that time of the year now, especially our family members with their snowmobiles and stuff like that up in Maine and right here in Connecticut. And very, very few opportunities for the ATVs and snowmobiles in the state of Rhode Island and even nearby here, Connecticut. But just for an instance, we got our registration renewals in the state of New Hampshire, which is highly, highly enforced. Soon as you get up north, Maine, Vermont, uh, New Hampshire, New York, Pennsylvania, very, very enforceable. And a whole lot of trails and private land that is opened up during this season for snowmobile and ATV and UTV or other uh, club members and non-club members. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint of what it costs to do this you know, to pursue your hobby in the outdoors on the uh, machines. Snowmobile, if you're a club member, that means you contribute X amount of hours in the year and you're more liable to take, or watch out for the environment. $99 a year for a snowmobile club member in New Hampshire. Snowmobile non-club member, 129 ATV. $58 for the member and $88 for non-members. Trail bikes, $49. Non-club, $79. Let's see, antique snowmobile. This is what my son Wayne did this year with his. Uh, it works out. It's a one-time deal. It's permanent. So instead of going the non-resident renewal, he took the option this year antique snowmobile 129 and that must be on all vehicles 1994 and older so you do get rewarded for keeping the older vehicles going on the snowmobiles an antique atv the atv must be 25 years old or older 53 dollars antique trail bikes must be 25 years old 53 dollars Okay, um, non-resident snowmobile, if you're a club member and live in the state, 119. Non-member, 149. ATV, 77, if you're a club. ATV, without a club, 107. Trail bike, club members, $68. This is for non-resident now. Trail bike, non-club, 98. 
You can also get a 10-day temporary uh, uh, recreational vehicle from May to October and is valid for only 10 consecutive days. If you want to do that, like a vacation or a holiday, $41. Let me see the other thing we got on this here. Uh, lost or damaged decals, if they uh, wear off or if you weren't installed properly, $24. A transfer, remember, remainder of a registration year to another party, $24.50. Okay, then it's got a list of where to put the uh, plates and where to put the decals on all the different uh, type of machines that you can use up there. But that's one particular state, New Hampshire, and I got this uh, in the mail the other day because we had a renewal on a family member. And I said, let's get this over the year to show that, uh, you know, in Rhode Island and Connecticut and Mass, where it's not as popular, it's a lot bigger up here in the northern states. And uh, that's what we got going on this. A lot of valuable information on that. Okay, we also got, let me see here, Vermont Fish and Wildlife press releases on ice fishing edu educational patrols. Uh, new to ice fishing, looking for fishing tips, wondering how the fish survive the winter under the ice. You want to meet a local uh, Vermont State game warden. The Vermont Fish and Wildlife Department will be conducting educational patrols during the winter of 2021 on Vermont lakes and ponds. We know uh, many anglers have questions that would like to have answered by a warden and learning about new tips and tricks. Uh, so let me see here. Corey Hart's going to be heading this up for the state of Vermont. And they'll be teaming up to conduct educational patrols throughout the winter. Staff will be roaming the ice and will stop by to offer pointers or just chat with anglers about their season. Great opportunity for anglers new to fishing that are looking to improve their success rate or have the many questions about ice fishing regulations. Uh, department staff will be roaming among anglers and plan to spend at least 10 minutes per group, depending on the number of anglers on the ice and the type of questions. There's a list of dates, times, and locations uh, for these sessions and a link to the COVID information at Vermont Fish and Wildlife under events. And uh, this is going to be something new up there that they're really excited about to get the uh, tourist really, really involved in coming back for the fantastic ice fishing opportunities that are aware up there. We have free ice fishing days also in Vermont, and that'll be on Saturday, January 23rd in New Hampshire. Free ice fishing day, no license required, is Saturday, January 16th. Uh, New York is Saturday and Sunday, February 13th and 14th. Maine is February 14th and 15th, which I think is President's Day weekend for a lot of the uh, 
holiday travelers. And also, I got the dates, too, for their free fishing for this coming summer, which is going to be June 5th and June 6th. Uh, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Mass. I'm waiting to get a set of the most up-to-date abstracts with those dates on that. We have some ice fishing derbies coming up, too. As you know, uh, February 11th, that particular weekend there, is a huge one by the Rotary International at Lake Winnipesaukee, New Hampshire. Our groups are going to have a couple of houses up there this year as our annual trek up there. Also, Maine has got the 16th annual Long Lake Ice Fishing Derby by St. Agatha's, January 30th and 31st, ice depending on that. Check out the website and on Facebook. There's an awful lot of information on Facebook. The 59th annual Scudic Lake Ice Fishing Derby that our family members attended last year, and that's sponsored by the Milo Fire Department. Tentative dates on that are February 13th and 14th with over $15,000 in posted prizes. Each ticket sold will help out the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Local ones, I haven't got that much information on them so far. Everybody's waiting to see on the uh, type of ice that we have this year and how much we have. We got some information here that's going to be uh, put over the air on the main white-tailed deer harvest for the fall. I've got those figures for you. And also some wild turkey events that are coming up in the state of Connecticut also. That's going to be brought to you by Sirio's Pizza Rima and Restaurant. And they're on vacation right now. They will be back January 5th. And also, you can call them in at that time for a pickup or a delivery at 401-568-7187. All specials will be still held in place for the upcoming year and January 5th, 2021. Now, who doesn't get a break because they're open 24-7? A lot of black ice towings right now and flatbeds. And also, uh, lockout service and jump-starting service. This is that time of the year again. And really, really busy with seven or eight vehicles on the road is Larry's 24-hour towing. They also share, share that same property on South Main Street in Pasco with Borova Motors at 401 568 6286, and you can also call ahead and schedule a Rhode Island vehicle state inspection at the same location since 1922. Now, if Nellie is getting a little tired, 400, 500, 600,000 miles, uh, you might want to consider a used order or truck with new arrivals every day at Burrowville Motor Sales. Peter, Jerry, John, Brian, the rest of the staff, ASC certified, are there Monday through Friday, plus, you know, pitching in on the towing 24-7. And uh, you can also see that pushing uh, tow trucks up at Thompson Speedway during the regular racing season. Expert body work and insurance estimates, they work with all companies right there in Pasco, Rhode Island. So it's Marvel Motor Sales, Larry's 24-hour towing, Lockout service, black ice, towing service. Did you just get your stimulus and you bought a vehicle? You want to get it home and start registered? Give Larry's Towing a call. Download it in your phone or your Android right now and you'll have it. Larry's uh, Towing, 
401-568-6286. You'll be glad you did. We got right now two uh, Maine white-tailed deer harvest. And I'm going to get over to another screen here too. And we'll stay off that for a while because we're having technical difficulties with that particular computer. Maine 2020 Fall Deer Harvest by author Nathan Bieber, B-I-E-B-E-R. It looks like 33,157, the highest total in 18 years, and that included bows, crossbows, regular firearms, and muzzleloaders this year. A record number for any deer permit. I think Kim and Chucky qualified and won that lottery too. 109,890 permits were issued this year. 2002, uh, the harvest was 38,153. Hunting licenses were up. 7% this year in the state of Maine. Archery was over 3,200. The average for the past 10 years was between 2,000 and 2,200. So the crossbows and a lot of women entering the sport in the Pine Tree State are reflected in those numbers. This year, again, crossbows were allowed along with Vermont, Vermont and Maine. Uh, Vermont and Maine, uh, maybe New Hampshire on that too. I'll have to check my stats on that. But it seems like the explosion of crossbows in archery, especially with women coming into the sport, has really, really blown up a lot of things. We also got Harvest uh, Food, Harvest Moon Health Foods uh, Sunday business open here today, 11 to 3. A great big selection of uh, over 100 dried herbs, nuts, seeds, healthy snacks, uh, raw milk. Raw milk is still legal to buy in the state of Connecticut. Uh, foods for life, organic oils, uh, Nature's Plus, Rudy's, so many other brands. I get my natural honey from Woodstock, Connecticut, the hives. Uh, organic coconut sugar for diabetes when you first start. Elderberry. And uh, cranberry pills that I get over there, too. I'm going to be looking for a, a vitamin D supplement pill, too. I've been reading a lot about that. That and so much more, seven days a week, including Sundays, from 11 to 3 at Harvest Moon Health Foods. Uh, 1-860-928-2352. And that's on Route 21 in Putnam. And I'm getting a lot of emails on where is Route 21. If you're coming up Route 44 from Rhode Island, heading into the Putnam, right at the traffic lights, the last traffic light where the uh, new car dealers are, hook a left right there, that's Route 21, and you can see Colonial Plaza right on the right-hand side. They're in building number four with tons of free parking right at the door, and it is a seven-day operation. Harvest Moon Health Foods, if you see something on a computer, or Dr. Oz, or Dr. Phil, or whatever. Give them a call or ask them about it. They're not afraid of inventory. Harvest Moon Health Foods, 860-928-2352. And they'll be back on track this year with that number 9 late model with uh, 
young Brian Tag driving that. Connecticut Spring. 21 season, 2021 season. The dates were announced this week and put up on the computer. And we're going to transfer them over to you right now. Connecticut Spring Hunt this year on uh, the native wild turkey and the relocated wild turkey, April 28th through May 29th. That's uh, usually about the same every year for a one-month period. In Connecticut this year, in the spring, you're allowed to harvest up to five bearded birds. Estimated population right now in Connecticut is approximately 40,000 birds, okay? The Connecticut fall turkey season, the dates have been established, September 15th to December 31st for private land, okay? There's other changes in the abstracts for state property on that. So check the abstracts where you're planning your hunt. Don't forget to get out there and do your homework on that way ahead of time. The creel limit for wild turkey in the fall for Connecticut this year will be two birds, either sex. Wild turkey hunting roadmap. What you need to know to hunt wild turkey in the nutmeg state. Required firearm safety training. You have to have been completed or have completed a traditional self-study or modified firearms class, or reciprocal certification from another state, or a Connecticut bow hunting course, or certification that was reciprocal from many other states. You can register online for classes and see where they're holding them by calling 860 424-3015, okay, for assistance on that. The legal equipment for firearms for turkey hunting in Connecticut. Shotgun, 10-gauge, 12, 16, or 20. Shell ammunition size, 4, 5, 6, 7, or 7.5, lead shot. If you're going to be using a bow or a crossbow, the requirements for this year on bow are a 40-pound minimum draw weight. On the crossbow, that's really, really gaining a lot of traction now, it's a minimum of 125-pound draw weight. Now, also, there's an ad It has to be a two-blade broadhead or larger, 18-inch or longer crossbow bolt. That's what's uh, required in the state of Connecticut this year. Now, suggested equipment, and you can take this to any level also. Camouflage clothing. The eyesight of the wild turkey is a lot better than me and you. Sudden movements, they'll pick up. Sturdy footwear, you'll be out in Mother Nature. Get yourself something that's very comfortable to sit on or a ground pad. Turkey calls. 
diaphragm, wood box, scratching. There's, there's many different things out there. So train and get involved with your clubs and your other turkey hunters to see what's available locally and what works. A good sharp knife and shears. Another thing, add to it, maybe you can do it with your phone. GPS or other navigational aids. Let everybody know where you are. Keep track of your hunt, your success rate, where you want to go each year. You can bring it right back up on your phone or your GPS right there. Also, check the regulations. Not just Connecticut, but wherever you're planning your hunt. Review the Connecticut Hunting and Trapping Guide 2021 uh, regulations to uh, verify the bag limits, season dates, and the hunting hours. The hunting hours change state to state. Depending on the type of hunting time of the year, 400 square inches of blaze orange may be required. You got to purchase your appropriate licenses and your stamps. Your small game and deer archery permit. Have your firearms hunting license. Your resident game bird conservation stamp. Head out into the field. Do the, start of the scouting. Your success rate will probably depend on it. It's not a luck of the draw. They have wings. They move. And they go wherever the feed is. Visit the over 205,000 acres of public land that Connecticut has to offer for you. And that's all absolutely free, available for turkey hunting in the Nutmeg State. Now, after the harvest, by law, you have to report your harvest through the online hunting reporting page. Okay? And uh, that was all updated on December 31st, 2020. And that'll get you basics 1, 2, 3, or basic 101 on Connecticut uh, wild turkey hunting for the 2021 season. Now, all these states now have really come up with a program on getting out into the parks. And that's going to be brought to you by, let me see who's on the list right here today. Okay, another store that's open today is Green Dragon Comics and Green Dragon Collectibles. And also a third edition multitasking company that's really expanding, Artificial Flower Arrangements, all available at the Sign of the Dragon. There's a big inflatable dragon right at the intersection of Route 100 and 102 in Chapacha, Rhode Island. It's one Victory Highway, left-hand side of the bank in the center of Chapachet, with convenient Saturday and Sunday hours, uh, 10 to 6 p.m. And they have got the stuff for you, the gift shop, the collectibles. They sell comic books, board games, Roll and Magic the Gathering, Fortnite, and uh, great customer service there. And business savvy on social media, Facebook, Check it out, Green Dragon Comics. Get on that, and she has updates on that all the time. 
We got some more results here too. And friendly reminders in the nutmeg states for walks. And I'm going to get one other thing brought up here too. And see if we can do that while I'm multitasking. And we'll get that one fired up. And we will get this one right here. And see if we can play this for you right now. Oh, that one seems to be kicking back out. There she is. Third attempt, and we got it for you right now. Mr. Tennessee Ernie Ford. on that oh I know I did it program this other one in and here it is right here for you and let's see this is my before so like obviously they're they're very different I tell you why I can't find you every time I go out to your place you gone fishing this computer is jumping all over the wall here today. Gone fishing. I'm real gone, man. You ain't working anymore. There's your hole out in the sun. Where you left a row half done. You claim that hoeing ain't no fun. I can prove it. You ain't got no ambition. Gone fishing. By a shady, weighty pool. Shangri-La. Really la I'm wishing I could be that kind of fool. Shall I twist your arm? I'd say no more work for mine. Welcome to the club. On my door I'd hang a sign. Gone fishing. Instead of just a wishing. Papa Bing, I've yeah, stopped by your place a time or two lately, and you want to hold me? Well, I'm a busy man, Louie. I got a lot of big deals cooking. I'd probably tied up at the studio. You want tied up, you dog? You yeah. just playing old gone fishing. Bamboo, 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 bamboo. Sign upon your door. Pops, don't blab it around, will you? Gone fishing. Keep it shady. I got me a big one staked out. Mm, you ain't working.
working anymore. I don't have to work. I got me a piece of Gary. Cows need milking in the barn. I have the twins on that. They tell each take a side. But you just don't give a darn. Give four bits of cow and hand lotion. You just never seem to learn. Man, you taught me. You ain't got no ambition. You're convincing. Competition. Got your hound dog by your side. That's old Cindy Lou going with you. Competition. Folks won't find us now because Mr. Satch and Mr. Cross, we gone fishing instead of just a wishing. Oh, yeah. Damn. What I did was I had them all programmed in and they jumped all over the place on me. So we'll work on that in the course of the week, getting some uh, bugs out doing a remote broadcast from the quiet corner of Connecticut right here in my office. We use a service called Anchor.fm. You can listen to all our podcasts from the Authors Hour, Race Chatter, and our other shows also. We got another thing that I just pulled off the computer while that music was playing. My wife would be proud of me multitasking. Rhode Island DEM is now accepting reservations for picnic sites, shelters, recreational fields, and all Rhode Island State Parks. And you can do that starting tomorrow, January 4th. Reservations will be accepted on a first-come, first-served basis and can be made by phone or in person at a specific state park. Advanced payment for reservations is required within 10 business days upon the receipt of payment. A permit for the site will then be issued. Reservations not paid within 10 business days will automatically be canceled. No questions asked on that. The cost of single picnic sites with one table and one fireplace is $5 per day. Covered shelters that we had for our family reunion and stuff down at Pulaski Park uh, differ from park to park and range from $75 a day to $100 a day depending on the number of picnic tables Fireplaces, including with that shelter. Rental costs for recreational fields vary depending on the size and location of the fields. Permit fees are highlighted in red, non-refundable. Making a reservation, obtaining a permit, and paying application fees are done at the applicant's own risk with the understanding there are no refunds will be issued due to the changes in executive orders, regulations or guidelines that may limit activities or reduce gatherings of group sizes with regards to the ongoing ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. A refund may only be issued due to the closure of the park or the facility by DEM. For reservations, call or visit the Rhode Island State Parks listed below 
If planning on visiting, please be aware that all COVID-19 safety measures will be in place, including the need for you to wear a face mask and maintain proper physical distancing. Our park staff may ask individuals to wait in their vehicles or in physically distant lines outside the office as needed. It is recommended that you call the park in advance to make sure you are familiar with and prepared for these safety measures and to determine the current crowd level allowed by Rhode Island law. Okay, Burlingame State Park Picnic Area. Uh, One picnic pavilion with six tables is available. Colt State Park. Oh, what a gem that is down in Rhode Island. 51 multi-table picnic sites. Three different covered shelters. There's a lot of weddings down there. And one ceremonial chapel area. That's that part for the weddings. Okay, note the location of some of the sites at Colt State Park have changed as of 2020. Now patrons are advised to check the desired location in person before making that final reservation. Goddard Memorial State Park has 156 single picnic sites, four of them are covered shelters, and 11 game fields. Lincoln Woods State Park, right on the side of 146. 92 single picnic sites, three covered shelters. Pulaski State Park, that's where we had our family reunion, uh, has two covered shelters, plus like it's not on here, but they have fields too. We had a softball game and a few other things. They have other uh, amenities up there too, plus some great trails. Then you can also go right down to the beach, especially the kids, if it's a hot day. In addition to the areas that can be reserved, there are many sites that are available for parkgoers on a first-come, first-served basis and do not have to be rented. Please email or call Rhode Island DEM for any questions or uh, information about the many locations around the state. As part of a larger network of recreational opportunities in the Ocean State, state parks play an important role in supporting public health, attracting tourism, providing affordable staycation options for many Rhode Island families, and promoting a healthier environment. Rhode Island's natural and public assets include 1,000 campsites, 8,200 acres of parks, 400 miles of hiking and biking trails, 200 public fishing areas, 25 state parks and nature preserves, 8 saltwater beaches, are magnets attracting more than 9 million Rhode Islanders and tourists each year. So tourism is still a big part of the state. It's an estimated $315 million is added to the state economy, generating nearly $40 million in state and local taxes and supporting nearly 4,000 jobs in the Ocean State. 
Everyone who enjoys parks, beaches, and public outdoor space has a responsibility to keep them clean also. Now, most of these places will continue the carry-in, carry-out trash policy, which has been in effect since 1992. DEM's carry-in, carry-out policy encourages visitors to take personal responsibility, take their trash with them, and leave no trace behind. Along with the National Park Service and most state park systems across the country, DEM in Rhode Island believes that this is the best practice that promotes conservation, fosters a sense of stewardship, and leads to a better visitor experience. All kinds of information on that on Facebook, Rhode Island DEM. Uh, All the states now are really using the social media to get their messages out there. And uh, phone numbers, there's 800 numbers, there's hotlines for all kinds of conditions, all available right there at your fingertips. You know, we start January 3rd, right here, our first first show of uh, the 11th season of the outdoor scene on Smokin' 99.9 FM, WNRI, and 13.80 AM, which has been on that dial since 1954. But everything has evolved. Alexa, Echo, Apple, a big avenue for listening to a lot of our shows right here on TuneIn Radio. I listen most of the time in my, when I'm working out in the yard, Simple Radio. Okay, these are all free apps. Listen right on your phone or your Android right there. And we're coming up right now, first quarter of 2021. We all know what happened last year. A lot of places were closed up, mandatory by the states and the federal government, as the pandemic got a foothold in our country. A lot of people went by the wayside businesses, and a lot of businesses barely hung on. Well, now another year is starting, 2021. Get off that couch. Get off the computer. Stop procrastinating. Come up with a five-year business plan starting right now. How is your signage? Did it get wiped out this winter with the wind? Boy, we had a bunch of it. We didn't have a lot of snow so far. Matter of fact, plowable in the 2020 season, we had one storm in the quiet corner of Connecticut that required plowing. Very, very quiet winter up here. But there was a lot of wind, a lot of trees come down, and a lot of states and a lot of towns lost all of their power for a long time this year. So, you should be coming up with a five-year business plan and um, get that going. What better way to do that is with signage. Whether it's something on your lawn, are you thinking about running for office this year? Political signs? How about a vehicle wrap? How about magnetic signs for the side of your car or your truck? Or how about the rear window of your truck? Every time somebody pulls up behind you at a stop sign or a light, they're going to read your advertisement. It's a silent salesman for you all the time. Digital signs. You're sitting waiting in the registry or in the doctor's office. You see the digital signs everywhere. 
American Beauty Sign Works can supply all that type of signage for you. Whatever's available on the market, they have access to. You can stop by. It's COVID-19 friendly, six-foot spacing in the store at 345 Providence Street in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Uh, They have 60-inch screens there to just give you some great ideas of the portfolio of previous jobs that they've done. Maybe you've got an idea. You can sit at a proper distance with your mask with Desiree, Kurt, or Oscar, and they'll come up with a financial, affordable signage plan for your business. And that's what it is today. Everything's high-tech. Or it's old-fashioned. Maybe you just want a, a wooden sign out in front. Maybe you need a sign repaired. They'll do that. They service the tri-state region. American Beauty Sign Works is owned by Oscar Hancock, Vietnam veteran, member of the 818 uh, Local Vietnam Veterans Association right there in Woonsocket, a nonprofit. You can also give them a call <coughs> Excuse me, at 401-767-2922. Don't procrastinate on this. You got some of that stimulus money back or you got some kind of help being in business with all the settlements coming out of Washington and that. Don't hoard it. Don't sit on it. Reinvest in some new up-to-date signage that'll bring those customers to your door or to your website for this coming year and get on the right footing with American Beauty Sign Works. They're the professionals. There's a commonality on all the new businesses the last three or four years in this Blackstone Valley and Tri-State region. If you look at the bottom of the sign, American Beauty Sign Works. There's something to it. 401-767-2922. Boy, they've got the stuff for you down there. Let me check this computer and see what's happening with this one. And we're looking at 52 minutes into the show. And we got 59 minutes. I've been told by Jeff and everybody that I can do on the recording on Anchor FM. So let's give this a shot. I'm going to take a little drink. I got water. I got my Max Hall house, half and half. And let me see. Most of the estates now throughout New England, New York, and Pennsylvania have really jumped on the bandwagon with first-day hikes to start off January 2021. Now, this is January 3rd. Um, the, uh, road, yeah, the road in my backyard right now are absolutely bare in Connecticut. It may be changed. I know Maine and New Hampshire got more snow. Vermont got four feet earlier this year, so they must still have some up there right now. But right now it's bare in the quiet corner. Now, Connecticut, I pulled this off the computer this, uh, computer this morning, <clears throat> is part of a national program, America's State Parks First Day Hikes, an opportunity to stay healthy. It started January 1st, 2021, with state parks and national parks, too. A great way to get outside, exercise, enjoy nature, and welcome the new year with family and friends. Okay, they're partnering, too, with the federal government on a lot of that. 
And uh, asking participants to wear a mask, even though you're in a park outside, uh, social distancing, and not to meet in larger groups, but in family units uh, living in the same household to keep everybody safe in the state parks and forest visitors and friend groups celebrating the first day hikes. Uh, be sure uh, only park is designated parking areas too. That seems to be a problem, especially in the mud season. And now below, Connecticut has given me a list of their, their most active areas with the best parking provisions and the best signage for the trails. It's very, very important when you're going to a new trail. First one on the list is Chatfield Park or Chatfield Hollow. And uh, let's see, personal walks, hikes. Okay, welcome. They got pictures on the website. Chatfield Hollow in the state of Connecticut. The second one is Machamuda State Park. I believe that's up here on Route 44. And, um, oh, this really, really looks good. Scavenger hunts, too. Okay, the state has already put stuff in place for scavenger hunts and photo scavenger hunts where people will be able to print, download, or simply view the list on their smartphones and participate at these outdoor places. Boy, that seems like some fun. Okay, third one on the list, and very familiar too because there's some great fishing areas there. Mansfield Hollow State Park. Oh, that is a gem. And I believe they put some of those lake trout in there. They got from Massachusetts. Uh, Northern Pike, all kinds of species in there, trout. Mansfield Hollow State Park has got great outdoor hiking opportunities. That's number three in popularity in the millions of how many people went there last year. Virtual hikes with all the routes marked out, are also available by using your smartphone with the app called Ride With GPS. Isn't that something? And the Mansfield Hollow State Park is included in those virtual hikes. Number four on the list is Patchog State Forest. Haven't been to that one, but I've gone by the sign many, many times. Hosting virtual hikes also at Patchogue that uh, participants can do at their leisure right there virtually on your apparatus or your computer. Uh, Scantic River State Park. That is a new one on me. I have no idea what that is, but it's also part of the American Heritage River Commission. So I got a feeling that's up on the Connecticut River or uh, some of your bigger rivers that we have up here in Connecticut. Uh, that one has also got self-guided hikes. Uh, share your photos on First Day Hike, also with the American Heritage River Commission, on the Facebook page, or tag us in your personal post right there at the uh, place up there, Scantic River State Park. All set up on the computer for you ahead of time. The James L. Goodwin State, Par uh, State Forest. They have, oh my God, almost two pages of event information. 
They're hosting a weekend-long hike-and-seek, including January 3rd, where families, individuals register and get what is essentially a scavenger hunt checklist of nature-themed items to find throughout the trails and gardens at the Goodwin State Forest. Fire ponds, animal prints, scratch marks on a tree, invasive species. The event is all on your own and uh, promotes safe distance and safe. And that event runs from uh, Friday, January 1st through January, let me see, January 3rd, Sunday. Participants find a certain amount of the items. You got a chance to win simple prizes. Boy, that's an, a mystery trip destination for today. Okay, Meeks Point Nature Center. And that has an event information too. Have you ever wondered what a state park looks like in winter? What animals are still around? And which ones come out in the winter? Visit the Meeks Point Nature Center on Facebook at 11 a.m. Uh, January 1st through January 3rd to join Ranger Russ for a live hike along the shores of the Hammonasset State Beach Park. That's up on salt water there on the side of Madison. Beautiful, beautiful area, especially if the weather is beautiful today. Number eight on the list for popularity on tourist attractions for the outdoor parks is Topsmead State Forest. Uh, Jan Golding right up there. You can call her for special events too at 860-480-9668. Topsmead State Forest. They have guided hikes up there too and available printed information for the tours or interested hikes about the history in the grounds at Topsmead. The house is not open, so there must be a house that's part of the property up there. They've also added on a Songbird Trail tour given by Friends of Topsmead, Janet Bovlett, who has established and maintained birdhouses at Topsmead. Like to thank everybody for tuning in today to the outdoor scene, and we'll be back on the air Tuesday morning with another edition of the 